Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Now it's working. Is it? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Is it? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Let Me Tell You a Story. This is your What You May Have Missed in True Crime, July 2023. It's August. I know. But oh. this is what people might have missed in July. <laughs> I see. Even though I think some of this news technically came out like today and yesterday, which was August 1st and 2nd, but most of it's from July. Okay. You ready? Lay it on me. Okie dokie. All right. So a man being called the Kentucky Bone Collector has appeared in court and his court filings have been made public. So let's talk about Mount Washington resident James Knott, who used a profile named William Burke, for God knows what reason, on his Facebook in order to sell human skulls as recently as June of this year. So he was in federal court. The filings were revealed this week, and they basically revealed that he was selling human skulls uh, along with other body parts over Facebook to people all around the country. And the FBI also says he slept with a head in his bed. Okay, hold on. Is he, has, was he arrested for selling human skulls? Yeah. I think it's a free market. I think that should be fine. Uh, it's not. Well, it should be. Okay, but it's not. Well, it should be. The FBI. Um, Did he murder the people? No, Did but steal- it's also illegal. Did he steal the bones? Yes. It's, st- a, it's an okay. illicit ring of no, no, no. human body part if trafficking. S- if he stole them, that's that's naughty. But like, you know, if he just owned a graveyard. No, he didn't. <laughs> I was trying to think of a way for someone to find have bones. No, it's never okay to <laughs> obtain body parts that you don't have a right to own. But don't, wouldn't, you, wouldn't it be cool to have a human skull? For what purpose? Decor. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. I think it would be. So the FBI were conducting an investigation into an illicit ring of basically body part traders. Um, And they were all linked to the Harvard Medical School through their former morgue manager, Cedric Lodge. So apparently this was an entire ring of people. And that's how they came across James Knott, who was one of the more serious offenders. And I really think this only made the news. I mean, him specifically only made the news because they discovered that he was sleeping with the skull in his bed. And his nickname. William Burke? No. The Bone Collector. Yes. <laughs> now, I think that's just, I just think that's something the news came up with. But it says that he was selling dead friends' skulls. How does that work? So, I don't know. He must have, like, if it was a ring and they had... A connection to the morgue. Now, I'm totally speculating here, but maybe like after people he knew passed away, his the morgue manager was then giving them to him and they were all selling them and then making a profit. I mean, you got to make a buck in this economy, you know? Interest rates are sky high. If you're going to steal bones, wouldn't you rather steal a stranger's bones rather than people you knew? I don't care. Once someone's dead, they're dead. Who cares? I guess I totally forgot that you think about it differently than I do. (laughs) But I still think it's really dark to steal people you know their bones. Listen, when I die next year, what you can you can keep my skull. On, I don't want on your a shelf. Skull. 
That's rude. I don't want it. That's so creepy. Why would I want your skull? Okay. I'll, I'll have it donated to Harrison. Just a permanent like smile. Harrison can have it. He doesn't want it either. He will want it. No. Yeah. No, because I'll scare him enough about it, and he won't Neither want it. Neither of you get any money unless my skull is on the shelf. That's absolutely not happening. I'm putting that in my will. The next story, okay? This mm. is from the Pinellas County uh, Sheriff's Department. So they are begging people to stop calling 911 about reports of what people believe are manatees in distress on the beach okay they are actually a very large herd of the manatees and they are engaging in what can only be called (laughs) public group sex (laughs) okay um the pinellas county sheriff's office wrote in a facebook post quote don't call us we can assure you they are more than fine so they went on to say manatees actually mate in herds like these and Often they are near the shore. They mate all throughout the year, but generally mating herds like these are seen in the summer months. So if you see this, there is no need to call, end quote. People are saying that when the manatees mate, they really do look like they're in pain. And obviously manatees are extremely protected in Florida. So there are a lot of people that just genuinely care about the manatees, but they are actually just mating and the police are sick of hearing about it because it is mating season for the manatees. And unfortunately, that means there's a lot of public manatee sex happening at the beach. I feel like you got to insert some audio. <laughs> the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission also released a little report. They said, the activity can attract onlookers who are either curious about the commotion or concerned that the manatees in the estuous herd are injured, stranded, or in distress. Any disturbances to the mating herd may disrupt this natural behavior and jeopardize the reproductive cycle, end quote. So they're actually saying that it's actually very dangerous for manatees and humans if anyone interrupts the sexuals because manatees can actually grow up to more than 13 feet in length and they're about 3,500 pounds when they're full grown. And if humans get too close and they're trying to get fresh and they feel like they're being disturbed, they'll actually roll on top of people and that can kill them. Just let them mate, let them be themselves, and don't call the police department because <laughs> they don't need to hear about the vanity sex anymore. Yeah, they got leprosy. They got they got a lot going on. <laughs> uh, side note, I didn't include this in my news stories, but the leprosy, people actually now believe that it's endemic to central Florida. Why? I have no idea. I didn't read too much about it. Okay. <laughs> Great. Like, is it the rising... That is the end of my is story. Is it the rising temperature and humidity? Is it the sexually transmitted diseases? Is it... Do you remember when I said I didn't read too much into it? Because I actually I just don't want know. you to guess. Um, but those are very good, plausible <laughs> explanations. Um, if people don't know, there have been rising leprosy cases. And we mean, like, rising leprosy cases in... Florida is specifically in central Florida. People are getting leprosy like it's 1824 and it's very alarming. It's a contagious disease. It spreads from person to person, but it is actually hard to catch. It says 95% of humans are immune to the bacteria that causes this disease. So that is probably... Bacterial infection is leprosy. But if 95% of humanity is immune to it, then what the hell is going on in Florida? You know what's going on in Florida. 
That's um, weird. Is there is it there's no cure okay. for leprosy? I'm gonna read it. I'm yeah. gonna read this to you. So this is coming from the Pensacola News Journal. I'm just gonna read it straight. Rising evidence is pointing to the possibility that leprosy has become endemic in the southeastern U.S., with Florida being named among the top reported states. The CDC said that Florida is witnessing an increase in leprosy cases lacking traditional risk factors and recommending that travel to Florida be considered when conducting leprosy contact tracing in any state. The CDC says that there were 159 new cases reported in the U.S. in 2020. Central Florida alone accounted for nearly 20% of the total number of cases reported nationally, and several new case patients in Central Florida demonstrated no clear evidence of traditionally known risk factors. Based on that, that may represent an endemic location for leprosy being being in Central Florida, and recommends that physicians consider leprosy in the appropriate clinical context in patients who have traveled to the area, even in the absence of other risk factors. Um, but just so you guys know, the symptoms, loss of feelings in hands and feet, dry, stiff, and sometimes painful skin, thinning of the eyebrows and eyelashes, nasal congestion is sometimes reported. Ew. I got that of last all one. the things, <laughs> you're like, a stuffy nose, no way. But I've had a stuffy nose for two years. Yeah. The treatment for leprosy can last between one and two years due to the bacteria's slow growth. It's, I know what it is. What? It's climate change. Because, like, a bunch of people are now getting that, like, brain-eating bacteria, which is, like, growing because all the water is heating up, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's one. Two, no one in Florida got vaccinated. So now they all had COVID. Some of them have long COVID. So the immune systems compromised. Yeah. So that plus warm, humid bacteria equals leprosy. That's very possible. Case closed. Bacteria does thrive in warm environments yeah. also Nils when Nils said nobody in Florida got vaccinated he doesn't mean nobody so that is very interesting but I still have no idea of no, really truly know. what it means <laughs> um, okay also just really last thing I'll say leprosy is not a joke that's actually kind of terrifying that's why they had leper colonies yeah it's sad before they knew how to treat it but now they can treat it right yeah right right they can treat it okay great apparently so it's fine yeah, I mean, hopefully. Damn it. Tetanus. That's what I'm I just, worried like, about. I can't deal with any more diseases for a while. <laughs> um, okay, you're going to like this one. A man is behind bars after he robbed a crumble <laughs> cookies. Um, remember when we got crumble cookies and it gave me explosive diarrhea? Yeah, I remember when I waited for two hours to pick them up on Valentine's Day. That was just so nice of you, but then it gave me diarrhea, which is not your fault. Anyways, he... Robbed a crumble cookies in Brooksville on July 20th. And he was caught because he was wearing a very distinctive red pair of Crocs that everybody knew he wore. He was like the Crocs guy? (laughs) Yes. So the way it happened was the police actually got their surveillance footage. They saw the suspect. They showed it to the manager of the store. And they were like, would you happen to recognize this person? The manager was like, oh, yeah, that's 18-year-old Jacob Ortega. He used to work here. He always wore red Crocs. He always carried a brown and black backpack. So this guy literally, the the way he dressed to work every day was the way he dressed to rob the crumble cookies, which is so dumb. (laughs) It says that he spent the stolen money on food and alcohol. Hell yeah. Yep. Oh, this was in Florida, just so you know. 
It says that he got in. He actually confessed everything once he was caught. So he actually told the detectives that he got in because he remembered all of the access codes on the bakery's side door. And the same access codes to get into the side door, he was able to get into the safe and the register. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. So what have we learned? <laughs> Change your access codes anytime you fire someone or they quit, right? And also, if you're a robber, don't dress in a way that everybody's going to recognize you. Listen, I, I think you should change your house keys, your passwords, and your phone number. Anytime you move. Every time you break up with someone. <laughs> like, straight up. <laughs> I mean, I do know all of your passwords. Right. Do you? Because maybe I changed them. Don't mouth it. They can't see. You gotta edit that out. <laughs> Someone could do some weird like audio AI. Oh my god! You know, in like movies or like enhance enhance this image. They can enhance that audio. Uh uh Okay, I'll delete that. Yeah, you gotta bleep section. that out. I will. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that. I think it's also just good to change your passwords every few months. I also think you should move house when you break up with someone. And if you fire someone, yeah, change everything. Why would you move house every single time you break up with someone? You unless need, they're a psycho. You need not <laughs> I mean, if we break up, you definitely one, have to move house. One, you've seen my, you know my exes, right? and two, you know yourself. Move house, change name, change number, change passwords. Yeah, new life. You know your your new exes you. are psychotic. New you in like a funny way, though. You got like funny <laughs> psycho exes. <laughs> I'm not a funny psycho. I'm like a terrifying psycho. If we ever break up, you know I would turn into the worst version of myself. But only for like five minutes. Then I get over it. It'll be worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. This is actually a crazy story, but Leah Remini has officially filed a real lawsuit against the Church of Scientology and its leader, David Miscavige. She is seeking damages for harassment, stalking, defamation, and intentional infliction of emotional distress, in addition to other unlawful conduct. So she released a a very long press statement. So I'm just going to read some of it. So it says, quote, for 17 years, Scientology and David Miscavige have subjected me to what I believe to be psychological torture, defamation, surveillance, harassment, and intimidation, significantly impacting my life and career. I believe I'm not the first person targeted by Scientology and its operations, but I intend to be the last. Um, So for anyone who knows Leah Remini, then you know she became a Scientologist when she was just 13 years old. She left the church about 10 years ago, I believe, and since has become an incredibly outspoken activist. You might have seen some of her shows on TV, but she has definitely like led the charge, I think, unveiling what Scientology really has done and how dangerous it has been. What was her show again? What was it called? The Truth Behind Scientology. No, what is it called? Scientology Sucks. These are all good names. No, she does. She has her new one. Help Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> it's famous. It's yes, a famous show. It's so famous. So why don't you know the name of it? I don't know. Thetan Facts. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was it called? Oh my God. Come on. We, why is this taking you so long? Okay, and you shut up. I'm doing my best. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Hold on. Let's go to her IMDb. I'm doing it. Oh my god! Stop yelling at me. You got too many thetans. I don't. Your even thetan know what levels that means. are out of control. Uh, 
This is ridiculous. Was it always called Scientology in the aftermath? Because I don't remember being called no. that. Oh my God, I think it really was. Is this like the Mandela effect where I'm 100% believing that this was called something else? I really do not remember being called Scientology in the aftermath. I thought it had some like kitschy name. It's literally, that's literally what it's called. That's insane. Anyways, um, if you guys haven't seen Leah Remini's docu-series, it's actually really good. I refuse to call it a Scientology in the aftermath. It's insane. It's in, That's insane. I feel like I'm like losing my mind. No, I'm I really, with you. Really, I'm like it was not called this. I honestly thought it was called something else. The juicy thing about this lawsuit is not really the lawsuit. I think it's that you're going to get a lot of discovery, right? Like because it's now a legal lawsuit that yeah. will be exposed. So there's going to be a lot of uh, documentation and like a lot of a lot of like actual factual information yeah. that's going to get released that you wouldn't normally see. No, totally. Scientology. When it goes the other way, in Scientology, suing people or like intimidating people, the whole settlements are all like NDAs and it's yeah. all like yeah. covered up. So I think it's, that's their it's whole. Good. That's their whole thing. Um, so in her press release, it stated that the lawsuit, quote, seeks to require Scientology and any entity it controls and funds to cease and desist its alleged practice of harassment, defamation, and other unlawful conduct against anyone who Scientology has labeled as an enemy. Um, it says that the damages are for, quote, enormous economic and psychological harm. And it's it specifically names not only the Church of Scientology, but like I mentioned, its leader, David Miscavige which is Tom Cruise's, like, bestie boo. Have they found his wife yet? No. Shelly? Sick. <laughs> yeah. No, his wife is, like, in hiding, I think. They keep her hidden. Listen, we both know that out of our 20 listeners, Tom Cruise is one of them. And I just want to say to Tom, just, just come hang out, dude. Like, let me show you. What are you doing? I'm talking. I'm so sorry. This is so rude. I have to plug my phone and it's about to die. So, I'm talking to Tom. Come hang out. We love you. We feel like we can show you a different way to live your life. It's mainly based around not being a Scientologist, but you'll still be awesome. So fun fact, listeners, Scientology was made up by, what's it, Ron Hubbard? I wanted to say Ron Howard. Ron Hubbard. Not Ron Howard. Who is a science fiction fiction writer and it is on record that he said to a friend at a party, I'm not making any money. This is not a quote. This is like a paraphrase. <laughs> I'm not making any money writing, writing science fiction books, so I'm going to start a religious cult. Right. And then he wrote the whatever book of Xenu, whatever the fuck, Yeah. right, as a concept to like get lots of money, and it worked. It so worked. it's insane to me. That people actually can't see that for what it is they've never been able to see that for what it is he was a science fiction writer yeah. he made he made it up scientology yeah. is like hey it's actually like hey, just out of nowhere we all came from another planet and then these dead aliens live inside you those are your thetans so when you yeah. come in we're gonna measure your thetans oh you got bad thetans you gotta tell us all the bad shit you ever done we're gonna right. record it that all the bad thetans inside of you is basically 
blackmail material, right? Because yes. to release the things to go clear, you got you tell have to them, release all of your secrets. You know, this one by telling time. this one person, you have to tell them everything horrible thing you've ever done, and then you are literally stuck forever because they can then ruin your life. It is horrible. Okay, um, on a totally different <laughs> note, because I really do not know how to transition out of that story. The uh, California foot fondler has what? been arrested. Is this, what? <laughs> Technically, he's a California, Nevada foot fondler. So, in Douglas County, Nevada, um, officials have arrested a California man who, in July broke into two condos in Lake Tahoe. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> touched people's feet. Yes. Oh, my God. Not only that, he he <laughs> broke into condos late at night when the residents of said condos were likely asleep, which they were. And he approached the bed as these couples slept and these women slept. Dude, the stones on this guy. And he touched the women's feet. Hell yeah. Rubbing their toes Hell while yeah. they slept. Hell yeah. Um, both of the women in each of the condos woke up to this. Uh, I'm sorry I'm laughing because it's not funny. That's it's actually not terrifying. Funny. No, it is terrifying and it gets more terrifying. But it is absurd, which is why sometimes you just have to laugh because you don't know what else to do. What is the other option besides laugh? Like cry, because this is horrifying. Um, both of the women that were having their feet fondled woke up. Woke up. Can you imagine? He's an aggressive foot fondler. Like yeah. he couldn't even keep it low key. He, he had to like, like go hard. No. Can you imagine waking up to a stranger in your home I'd fucking kill playing someone. with your feet? <laughs> I would kill well, someone. both of the women were pissed. They both confronted him like, what the <laughs> hell are you doing? Um, and then he fled. 26-year-old Mark Anthony Gonzalez is accused of approaching the foot of two beds in two condos and rubbing women's feet the until they The foot of the bed? That's oh. good. Yeah, the foot of the bed. So it's actually forensics that led investigators to identify Gonzalez as the culprit. Once they arrested him, they realized quickly that he was already known to law enforcement. He has multiple similar crimes on his record, including like a lot of like sexual deviant things. Foot related or non-foot related? Foot related, non-foot related. It, it really runs the gamut. But these latest offenses of actually breaking into someone's home and actually touching people escalation. is the most severe of crimes. And police have said this was a serious escalation. And they started looking at all of his crimes and they can see it. it's continuously been escalating. So honestly, it is horrifying. And it is great that he was caught because this is the type of person that eventually ends up doing something really, really bad. If I, yeah, if I woke up to someone touching my feet, I would apologize to them. <laughs> <laughs> I think this says something about society, okay? I think this says that we need to all, as a people, become more open and accepting of people's certain fetishes and normalize fetishes so that people don't feel the need to break into people's homes Listen, and steal their shoes and touch their feet. You're absolutely right. If sex work was legal, which is, uh, I keep saying it every episode, we end up talking about this. If sex work was legal, he could have gone to a professional, uh, foot feti- yeah, like a fetishist, right? Like actual person who his specializes in that. He could have got his jollies yeah, on their feet. I agree. And not no. felt bad about it. 
but he had to hide in the shadows, thinking, desiring to fondle people's feet. And he got so worked up about it, he thought the only way to satisfy my foot cravings mm -hmm. is to break into someone's house and off in their shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> if you're one of those balloon people that like just loves balloons and popping balloons and that makes you, then you can just go to Party City and have a whale of a time. But like when it involves somebody else and you cannot satisfy that urge, you know, that you're going to drive yourself crazy, Here's which this the thing. guy did. Foot fetishes are actually extremely common in the in the realm of fetishes. But balloon fetishes are so specific, you're going to find your community real quick. Because it's so specific. Yeah, it's, it's a niche. Everyone's hair standing up on it. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to my balloon friends. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, honestly, I I say this from the bottom of my heart. There's absolutely nothing wrong with having a fetish. I truly don't think there's anything wrong with it. There is definitely something wrong with breaking into someone's house and touching people's yeah. feet. Okay? <laughs> like, there is something wrong with that. You are going to horrify people. You're going to scare people. You could cause actual trauma. So please don't do that. It's not weird to have a fetish. It's weird to break into people's homes and touch their feet. Case closed. <laughs> I'm on the case and I've closed it. That was weird. In other news, that was some lesser known stories of the past <laughs> month. But in other news, we are fully aware of the craziness that is true crime. July 2023, the Long Island serial killer, Carly Russell, um, which I will say. That's not true crime. That's untrue fake crime. crime. <laughs> yeah, I will say caught lied okay that's really the biggest thing the long island serial killer he's still a suspect at this point i do believe that they have incredible forensic <laughs> evidence to convict this man yeah. but i do think it's absolutely well it's definitely the craziest thing that's happened in true crime i believe in a very long time in the in the sense that there's been a lot of things that have come to light recently and i love i love genetic genealogy i love dna it's amazing but in terms of a case that has been so widely publicized, the last time I can remember something like this happening was, of course, the Golden the Golden State Killer. Yeah. Right? People cannot get away with shit anymore. You will be found out. It's crazy, right? So, yes. But also, the murder clearance rate for solving cases has dropped Why? like insanely ins an insane amount. Why? Um, I can't remember. I was listening to a podcast about it, but I was drunk. So I don't remember what the reason was. <laughs> wow. That's hard. So strong. <laughs> I know. But statistically the, yeah, the, the murder case solve rate is down to like historic lows. Like they're solving less and less cases. I wonder if it's because, I think it's all about like there's less resources. There's less resources and also more crime and also bigger crimes that take a lot of precedence in terms of Oh, I think it's um it was on uh revisionist history. It's uh more people are using guns for crimes. That's and what I'm saying. That's literally what I was just yeah. about to say. You're I was about to smart. say You're a very smart person. Well, I was about to say Look at those feet. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I was about to say um there are bigger crimes in the sense that 
we live in America and our gun crime rate is obviously insane. If you do not live in America, then you know we're struggling over here and it's not changing. That's what's tying up all of our resources. You know, for this conference that I'm going to tomorrow, I had to read a whole packet on what it, what, what you need to do if there's an active shooter. Well, you're going to Vegas. Uh-huh. It's one of the worst in American history. Uh, it's crazy. If Is it still the biggest one in terms of yeah, fatalities? I think so. Uh, yeah, it is crazy. And it's also really sad. It's really, really sad that the the clearance rate has dropped. I did not know that. May, did you see the day a body washed up on a California beach in a barrel? No. Dude, things are drying up. Bodies are washing up. It's not like from global warming. Like they, oh, it's not in the lake? They found a, no, in the ocean. They found oh. a, a barrel floating in the ocean. I thought you were about to tell me it was another. No, no, no. It's not Lake Mead thing. Like a state worker saw a barrel. He hauled it in. They opened it and there was a dead person inside. First of all, what is going on in California where everyone thinks that the best way to, to dispose of a body is in a barrel? What are you doing? Why is that such a California thing? <laughs> it is. What do you mean? Isn't it? Lake Mead is in Nevada. It is? Yeah. Oh, I knew that. It's the Hoover Dam. Like, we've been there. Oh, Hoover. I knew that. I knew that. I didn't, but I knew that. <laughs> I was just testing you. You passed. Lake Mead is in Nevada. Good job. Um. Wow, that's crazy. Is it like a new body or an old body or, or what? I don't know. I just read the headline. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> Excellent. Anything else that you read recently? I did see that. Brian Koberger, this is like the longest case ever. I understand that it's a long case and it's going to take a while, but I'm really anticipating his actual trial. But I did read today for the first time in a while, there's been some developments again with the Brian Koberger case, the murder of the four college students. I read today that his defense has been saying now that he has an alibi. Uh, I need this case to go to trial. Truly, I really do, because I just need to know what the hell is going on with this case. And these this poor community, these poor families, they definitely deserve some justice in this case, because that killing was so random and so insane and yeah. so shocking and tragic. Yeah. No, it's definitely... Um, it need, it, there needs some closure. There needs to be closure. Yeah, there's a lot of unanswered questions, right? Like I think a lot of people are interested in it, even though because it's super morbid. Because there's there's nothing known in comparison to most giant cases. Like yeah, it's that. very confusing. It's so confusing. It's so confusing. My big news is aliens are real, and nobody cares. <laughs> nobody. That's my big news. Like honestly, we are finally at that place in America. <laughs> Where we are so desensitized to everything because the world, first of all, the earth is boiling, okay? The actual, the actual earth is boiling. We are past global warming. Oh, did you they see- have officially ruled it global boiling. Did you see in Florida, um, some of the water temperature was the same temperature as a hot tub? I believe it. That's wild. I believe it. The UN actually said, if we do not act now, we are legitimately screwed like we are actually screwed they've been saying we're even screwed for a while but they mean it this time we are in global (laughs) boiling territory so we are so desensitized as a society because of all the horrible things happening 
that literally this giant freaking hearing was held. People were like, there are aliens. And we all decided that the best way to respond to that was with memes. I saw the best meme ever. Well, I heard about it first and then I saw it afterwards. This girl was like, okay, but like, what do these aliens look like? Are they six foot? (laughs) 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 We need to know. Uh, Here's the sad part about aliens. Global warming. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not global warming, sorry, climate change, um, is that no matter what we do now and for the next 200 years, it's a, it's like turning a oil tanker, right? Like it's on a path. Like what we do now will have an effect in a 200 years' time. So mm-hmm. sadly, because people only live mm-hmm. to 80 and maybe that's going to go down a lot and people are going to start only living till 30, um, people just don't, they can't, comprehend to think of the future and future future. generations like that sad no you're right it is really sad we're all gonna die oh my god okay and that's the podcast (laughs) what a sad way to end um yeah anyways excellent conversation today babe politics religion cults tom cruise (laughs) crocs um all right you guys we will be back next week thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode um we will be back next week and uh yeah if you also disagree with any of our political views we don't judge you for that we understand we're just happy to have a conversation about it all right bye guys say bye bye